0: This is the Accidental Safety Pro brought to you by HSI. My name is Jill James, HSI's Chief Safety Officer. Today is part two of my conversation with Manti Michael Nota. If you missed part one, you might want to go back and have a listen. To me, Manti's story is about trust, grit, and leadership. I hope you hear those themes emerge as you listen to his incredible story in both parts. Professionally, you and I spend much of our time building trust with the people we serve. Were you amazed to hear the ways Manti built trust and how long it took him and the result at the end? In what ways have you successfully built trust and what was the result? Manti's grit or strength of character shone through to me in both episodes. The way that he decided on an education that literally no one had ever pursued in his country amazed me, and how he applied it and built on it to better the health and lives of not only his community and neighboring country, but his family members who also worked in the mines, to me, is applied grit. Where have you leaned into your grit to accomplish something in our profession? I know you have. And leadership. It's not often you hear someone share how their life and their lives of the people they were leading were threatened by domestic militia and how frightened they were, including Manti. Yet in that moment, he knew he had to stay and lead calmly in order for all of them to survive. Our profession calls upon us to lead people through that which may seem uncertain how do you hone your leadership skills? I hope you enjoy both part one and part two of this episode. Now, on with the show. So sure. I started working with this community, but at the same
1: time I started working with this community, I started uh, uh, learning the, their language to make sure that I go together with them, but also changing my dressing from wearing tie and uh suits and uh, tr- uh jeans mm-hmm. and blah blah, starting wearing uh, some uh uh, uh uh we call uh uh we qu- this is a kind of Nigerian dress, kaftan. Mm. So okay. you wear kaftan, mm-hmm. you wear a cap, becoming like a uh the tradition of these people. So sure, uh, in trust. this area mm-hmm. Uh, I find doctors without what they are doing, treatment, they are doing health promotion. But uh, we are to join now to work as one team, following the people in the mining. And then after uh, uh, six to seven months, we start seeing the result was going very well. So at the same time, Mm -hmm. I was asked to move now to the big project whereby in Zamfala. And imagining this big project, it was a very big challenge. You can really see it was maybe 20 to 30 times the first project. And uh, uh, it is a driving (laughs) from the Niger State to Zamfara State. You drive from 12, from 6 in the morning to around 7 in the evening. Wow. So I started moving between (laughs) the two (laughs) Mm projects. Yes. I started Mm -hmm. moving between the two projects after seven months and uh, driving for almost 12 to 13 hours, passing inside the bush. And this area is already uh, sec known like with the security problem and uh, people have been kidnapped, people have been robbed on the way, people have been killed on the way. So I used to move oh. together uh, with a driver. We used maybe two cars. One car we drive maybe like uh, almost seven hours and another one would join like a kiss movement. So mm-hmm. with four drivers, <laughs> you drive with four drivers, two drivers going and two drivers coming back. On the same oh. journey, like uh, seven hours with two drivers and another seven hours with two drivers. So you can literally wow. see that uh, it is very huge, very far, but also the load was not safe at all. But anyway, mm-hmm. doctor, without what they have with their own system of... Uh, Assessing and checking and prevent making sure that you don't get any problem on the way
0: yeah, did you stay safe, Menti, or did you ever run into security problems
1: uh so uh one day <laughs> I line in security problem because uh uh in in this uh, uh Zanfala, as I said, the problem was uh, uh, huge and uh, 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 one day, I went around like 28 km away from home, whereby uh, it was on the processing site. say uh, On safer mining, what we used to do, we convert. Uh, because the ma- main problem, it was for the miner to bring the ore at home, to bring the, uh, uh, to process at home. Another problem which was causing the lead, it was to bring the clothes, at home, this is for the pala exposure. Uh, but also the children assessing the mining and uh, keeping the ore and the material at home. So on the safer mm-hmm. mining, what we are doing, we are trying to change. Uh, uh, we are trying to change the ore processing from dry to wet, but also making mm-hmm. all this activity t- in one place. So we are centralizing, removing the and all the activities inside the community and putting away maybe around two kilometers to three kilometers away from the community. So mm-hmm. one day I visited one of the community because by the time I went, earlier I say it was, uh, 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 it was like around four villages which were walking by that time. So one of the village was al- about 27 kilometers away from the base where I used to stay. So I went there, I was just doing my air sample to understand the export of the minor, but also trying to teach the minor to see how they're progressing. Because uh, also one of the things we used to do, we used to train people in class. And after we train them in class, we have to allow them to go and uh, do the practice. So we used to follow them to see if they are really doing the prevention part. And Mm then, one day when I was in the, this centralized area, uh, there is hunter. In North Nigeria, there is a culture whereby men, they will go to hunt. And they will take mm-hmm. a, a dog, uh, take a, 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 a gun, and everything that they can, it can allow them to do hunting. So, unfortunately, mm-hmm. to the area where I was on the processing site is close to the bush. And uh, unfortunately, this hunter came that day is about, because we used to have like a drilling of a borehole, so they come and fetch water, they enter in the bush. So, after five minutes of entering the bush, we start hearing gun. So, uh, this hunter, they met with the bandit, which, who were uh, around that area and they were doing, uh, they were doing meeting and they feel like uh, 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 this hunt, these bandits, they were attacked by those hunter and they were not knowing if it's the hunter because in North Nigeria they have the process, they have the they have the group which is called Vigilante, who normally look after the community and the prevent about this mandatory activity. So the bandits they thought these people are the vigilante. So they start attacking and shooting. So I was <sighs> in close fire, you see people running and running to a place and uh, in close fire for almost thirty minutes. And I see people shooting with AKA 47 like 50 meter, like that. 50 meter is very close. So mm-hmm. trying to lie down, I took the MSA, the car which I was having the field and starting learning randomly to make sure that I learn out around that area. But I succeed, I went to the district head and then I talked to the district head, asked him what was happening. Then he, he started calling and blah, blah, like that. Then he managed to, to rescue the situation. But at the back, I was having a team of uh, Occupational Knowledge International and uh, another team of Doctor Without Borders, almost 18 people who were all crying by that time. They never hear about guns. Imagine <laughs> being in this crisis. I'm the one who have to make the decision. It was not an easy wow. time. So I succeed to take the team out on that area, but with the assistance of the head of mission, but also the operational manager in Amsterdam of Dr. Without Borders. Yeah. Then we rescued the team, but it was not an easy, so we started coming. Pe- everyone was crying, and uh, when I was almost crying, I feel like if I will cry, I'm the leader of this team. Everyone you is going cry. to lose <laughs> the hope. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. I rescued the team, I went back, <laughs> And uh, because the passion of helping the people was inside, after several weeks, I get back to the processing site and start training the mm-hmm. mind and taking air sample like that. So I never forget this time in Nigeria because uh, it was my first time learning because of uh, 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 because of gun, and it was my first time learning uh, uh, and uh, learning because of escaping to be dying. <laughs> So oh my gosh. This was oh my, my first time to 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 be in pro. Of course Tanzania is a peaceful country so we never see these things like uh, is like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. And then and then all of a sudden you're back to doing your work. Yes. And and yes. yeah, and Menti it sounds like I mean your work is uh, well, I mean you had just hazards around you that you would have never had anticipated with the violence. But you also had to overcome the trust issues with the people in the communities. You said you learned their language, you began dressing in the in the same way, um, and and you were meeting with some other some of their leaders in the community to try to build trust, I'm I'm guessing. And and then you started to set up these these processing centers to do things in a safer manner um, for the, for the community. How, how long, (laughs) I mean, that sounds like a really big job. I mean, how long does it take before you were starting to see some sort of, um, positive impact because trust isn't built overnight for sure. Yes. So as I said, on the first
1: project, it took me, uh, seven months, uh, but this uh, first project, as I said, it was Niger State. Niger State, at least some people understanding, the culture is uh, really Muslim, it's uh, really uh, 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 serious, but you cannot compare with the one in Zamfara. So in Niger, it took me seven months, but in Niger, in, uh, in Zamfara, it took me almost for two years before people started understanding what I'm talking. Because yeah. the first time when I went there, people were, in Zamfala, were tired. Imagine they have lost, you find their family has lost maybe four kids with lead poison. And wow. uh, they never stop mining because this is the only likelihood they can get. And yeah. uh, you see by then the government were stopping them to do their mining. And uh, they have seen many people who coming to ask them a lot of questions but they don't see if they are getting help.
0: Mm-hmm. You,
1: they see their children uh, from 2010. By then, we are talking in 2017, 2018, children mm-hmm. are undergoing treatment, creation therapy treatment. And uh, you know, creation therapy treatment, there is two calls, cause, calls, and 19 calls. You find a kid in eight years has been going to the hospital for eight years. Wow. So, children... And uh, mothers who are taking care of the children were tired already. And uh, they, don't w- they don't trust anyone because they are feeling like this problem is forgot and the problem never finished. And uh, this is the area whereby a man is not allowed to see a husband, a wife of someone. So imagine, and uh, children, people who are taking care around this area are, 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 are women. So mm-hmm. you work with the people who you are not allowed to see them until you are mm. trusted. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was a little bit yeah. difficult. And by sure. the time I'm going, Doctor Without Borders, we are working only with the caretaker. The caretaker is the mother who are taking care, and uh, the minor who was the source of the problem were not involved because the program was involving only children. So mm. I was. Uh, been there to make sure that I connect this part. I start discussing with the miners, and the miners, you know, is the, the people who are causing the, prob- the problem, to join this part. Because uh, in North Nigeria, like Zamfara, the women has no power, and uh, because of their culture, so they are not even allowed to decide on anything if the husband is not there. Mm. So, first of all, the community are traumatized, They are tired, and uh, they don't see if it is again important. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's again important for the doctor without border to help. So they used to lay some several protests, and one of the protests, (laughs) it happened (laughs) the time when I was there, they are trying to say that it was even I'm snapping picture. You cannot even snap picture in this community. They say, no, you cannot do this. So uh, one day they they lays up uh, a, 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 a protest that they don't want to see Dr. Without Border, including me from OKI, and other people treating their children because they believe this problem is from God. And uh, they don't see, they are feeling like Dr. Without Border and every people who are coming there, they are making money from their children. It's also... Mm. Uh, in this program for eight years uh, children were drained for blood lead b- blood blood to check the content of the 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 uh, the the lead inside their body. Yeah. so they feel like yeah. uh, uh, a doctor without border is draining uh, blood to seri, not even to treat the children so oh, wow, this community were ash they don't want to trust anybody. So it was a kind like, uh, but also they are feeling like maybe we can leak the information with how they are mining wi- to the government, and the government will come and take them maybe to jail or somewhere. So they are like staying away. You go mm-hmm. to the people and talk to yeah. them. They are On their explanation, they are like, stay away from us. We don't want to see hmm. you. Stay away from us. You don't want to see you. So it was like, how can I start building li- uh, a relationship with this people? So as yeah. I said, in Niger it was a uh, kind a little bit busy because the project is easy, because the project it was uh, uh uh yeah small, but in Zanfala State it was hard. Like uh, I'm saying the project was almost 30 times, but also even the approach in, in Zanfala State it was almost maybe a hundred times hard from where I'm coming from. Wow. So uh how did I build trust? First of all, I met the uh, the community leader in North Nigeria. They have a system of having emir, king, the king of <laughs> the area. So I mm-hmm. met the king and explained the important and explained how I am different from the other people who used to come. <laughs> 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 and they <laughs> even yes. start uh, and even start uh, 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 saying that. Uh, me, I'm different from the other people who used to come because of one, two, three, four. So they should okay. trust me and uh, not the other people who has passed. They are saying, no, also there are other people who come and start saying like this, but at the end, they never do anything. So uh, mm. I met the chief of the area, and uh, the chief has, normally has several village heads. So he invited the old village head. So I were to explain him again, I'm so, so person, I came to do this, and this is how we are going to do, and this is the way. Then after mm-hmm. there, uh, the village, they call all the minor readers around those areas. So the minor readers came, also I explained, it's a kind like one month you are to two months, you are just explaining people that this is how I'm going to do. Can you please yeah. give me any access? And Uh then other people say, okay, maybe we trust and see you. But if you don't do what we are thinking, we will chase you any time. (laughs) Then from there, (laughs) I started training the minor, training first the reader. So Mm -hmm. I have prepared some material to train the reader. What is the strategy of prevention of lead poison in that area? Uh, I start training them and then I develop some material. And from those material, I even ask them if it is proper to train the people around that area. If does not Mm -hmm. break uh, the cultural and the traditional things of that area, is it proper or not proper? So at the end, they advise me, this is fine. This is not fine. This is removal. This is how it was. Then I use those leader to call the other leader in the community. So if it's a youth leader, women leader, a group of something leader, blah, blah, all of them. So I sit mm-hmm. with them and train and ask them that I'm very sorry for what has been happening uh, w- with the problem, but I'm very sorry for what has been happening for other people who don't trust them. I, I'm asking for them, they should give me trust. I believe that I'm going to make change to the community. So, yeah. slowly, slowly, it was not an easy. This is, we are talking, before I start training, it's almost six months already.
0: Building relationships. Building relationship
1: mm-hmm. with this community. So, mm-hmm. and uh, at the end, they agreed for me to start training the minor, but I started again with the minor leader only, for them to train and they also... Ag- uh, 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 agree with them that if those material is fine for them to train and how do they feel, does not break the culture. Because one of the problem in North Nigeria, if you break the culture, no one will accept for you to even be around that area. Sure. No one will accept. So, Mm -hmm. and imagine I'm coming from Tanzania, of course, I'm from Africa. I have a few amount of, uh, I, 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 I know some cultures, but not like the one in North Nigeria. So, sure. I were to learn the culture, I used to have uh, one person called the Arihaji Shehu Anka. This Arihaji Shehu Anka is, is the state officer from Environment Department of Environment, who has been in loan with us. So, I, I asked MSF to bring him to work with me for all this uh, time. It mm-hmm. He used to be like my translator, but also I used to train him like, to take over when I'm not there. So he was the one teaching me the culture from the scratch that now you have to bend. Now you have to shake hand with this, because in that area, even shaking of hand, you cannot with the women or with the other people. So there is right. another way how to do it. So uh, he trained me on that. Then slowly I started building the trust. I started learning the training with the minor. I started following them and then uh, following them of course it used to be a challenge sometimes sometimes you can go to the house of someone and someone will hide he say he don't want to see you and sometimes someone will agree to come to the training and he will not come to the training or he will come after several minutes he will see, like this is not important he will go and do some money imagine this area the only thing they depend is mining and you are bringing them to train a class of 2 to 3 hours so right is not an easy task so you prepare them maybe some soft drink and all about that they will have a lunch but they will complain for the whole day that if you are not paying us you will not come to stay there so slowly slowly i trained the miner almost four thousand miners miner we are trained wow so this is you are talking about the time of almost five, is five, m- five to six years now. 2016, oh October, wow. up I left uh, uh, Nigeria. This recent, it was around July. I have trained over 4,000 minors wow. and I trained over 300 leaders. And uh, wow. in this area, I have trained almost uh, 1,000 caretakers. The caretaker we are talking is the women.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: 1,000 caretakers. This is not uh, the minor 4,000. So if you plus that number, you get it, the huge number. To yes, to I Almost 6,000 mm-hmm. people. Yes. But yes. on this time, I have already trained a lot of uh, state level officers to take over uh, who I was staying with them and some were coming and going. So, mm-hmm. and then when I see now, no protest again, because it reached the time, of course, they used to protest and they feel I'm um, like part of them. I started mm-hmm. learning Hausa, as I said earlier, so I'm speaking mm-hmm. their language now is almost 80%. So I can hear yeah. some, now I don't need even a translator sometime. For a few words, of course I will need a translator, but most of mm-hmm. the way I can catch up. And when they saw me dressing like them, following them closely, explaining them in the science way that this is the problem, this is how it started the testing and how it was, uh, and uh, share wearing, as I said, their clothes uh, like them, b- uh, taking their culture and uh, discussing with them, but also changing the, the project. Instead of being the project of Doctor Without Borders and Occupational Knowledge International, becoming their own project, owning their project. How th- owning their project? Because I trained some trainers from the same community. Imagine training someone who never got to school mm-hmm. to explain the people on the hazardous of lead, how to prevent lead, <laughs> how to mind safe. So I develop people who have interest from the group. Of course, mm-hmm. some people who never go. So I develop some very small material, the uh, very uh, 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 simple material for their awareness, whereby they can able to understand. So I come up with graphical and picture whereby a person can explain and can give a class, uh, and the class will understand. So when they sure, saw that I'm mm-hmm. among of them, that's whereby it was easy for them to trust me and give me ax- access, access mm-hmm. to the community. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and then
0: y- yes, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just saying that you, you, you built a legacy so that you could walk away from the project. And yes. it could keep, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, after uh,
1: they allow me to start working, so they allow me even to teach their wife. So is, uh, is not uh, it's not ala- allowed in that community yes. for a man to see a woman or a wife of someone. But me, sure. I was allowed with the chiefs, and even the chiefs of the women themselves, they accept that I can train because they already see that. My intention of being there is not about how they were thinking. It's very different. So I built trust and uh, it reached the point that even if someone will snake with the bag of ore in the community, I will get Mm. a person who will come and inform me, you know, man, today I have met someone with a bag of ore, and this bag of oil is in this house in this compound. (laughs) <laughs> so I will call someone and we discuss they will, we find someone from the community who will go to remove. So they start feeling like shy and feel like I'm a, among the people around that area. Honestly they give me a lot of appreciation but also they treat me like them now. So in mm. Nigeria and North Nigeria they don't they ju- don't tre- treat me like a person from outside. They used to treat me mm. like I'm a native of that area. Yeah. So it gives me a chance even for the medical now because uh, during that time when I'm going, they used to take out the children in the program because they are tired. So I was mm-hmm. among the people who used to solve this case to call them mm-hmm. and they negotiate with them why they are taking. So we end up no default. Before we used to have like uh, 300 thou- three children were in default. Imagine the program has 1,000 of children, 3,000 three mm-hmm. children, and the people who have undergone treatment almost close to 6,000. So it's a huge wow. community. It's, yes. a, it's a huge a program. It used to be a huge program. And imagine, treating of these children, it is a, a lot of money because a unit of uh, creation therapy of saximites are bound allowed to... Euro. so it's a lot of money. Mm. A child mm-hmm. has to undergo nineteen calls or five calls, but you can find by that time many children has been in program even has repeated fifty four times.
0: Sure, sure. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. For eight years, so a
1: child has undergone almost 50, 54 calls. Wow.
0: Wow. Mm. And Manti, what are the statistics now that you know you've been doing this work for so many years? what was the what was the change what was the shift what um' I know you had told me previously that you're getting ready to shut down um your part of this work and let what you did continue but um what was the result so that you knew it was okay to go Yes so after uh uh
1: training the minor over four thousand minor but also training the the people to take over the job, who creating mm-hmm. this uh, 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 community awareness, but also p- creating trust to the community, s- community start feeling, uh, but also changing the community responsibility to become their own responsibility. And uh, changing, as I mentioned, that we used to have a processing site whereby we have uh, water, we have converted mm-hmm. the dry machine uh, to wet machine, and uh, Earlier we checked the air sample uh to the lead and the dust ex- and the silica exposure. The lead exposure it was almost thirty something times the normal standard the uh, uh, the uh, silica exposure it was around forty something times the normal standard. so we managed to reduce the airborne exposure about ninety five percent reduction of lead and 80% uh, wow. reduction of silica. This was very huge. Wow. Wow. So earlier we took the air sample, and after the implementation of all these things, we managed to find that this was reduction of lead and silica. But also the blood level to the miner. Earlier when I started the program, I asked the miner to be taking samples every after three months. So we started a program of ADAT, Mm-hmm. and uh, even to start a program of ADAT it was to make sure that the ADAT also this minor are part of this program because as I mentioned earlier we used the doctor without used to work there and the telegraphic but they perute again so to make sure that they don't perute but to make sure that lead is a problem even to them so, uh, mm-hmm. we created a program of blood lead sample for the uh, adult minor, about 61. But after 18 months, we see 32 reduction of blood lead wow. level. This mm-hmm. w- without any creation tell up to the adult. <laughs> so, uh, and then uh, we see the number of children who were in uh, a program, the blood lead level going down from 1,000 and 1,000 until this. July I'm leaving, it's not more than 50 children who are receiving creation therapy. There are oh. some children who are in the program but they are waiting that for some criteria but they have been in the program for many years and their blood level is not increasing. So, But before when I went there uh, we <laughs> are spending, Dr. Spending, spending a lot of money. Every month is, is a lot of money. Imagine treating about almost mm-hmm. 2,000 children in program with led is not an easy task. Yeah. So yeah. until now I'm leaving is about less than 50 children who were receiving that's creation therapy. So that's uh, fantastic. this was a uh, very big success, but in Niger State from 2016 to 2018, we even closed the project because of mm. the success. So I remain with the yes. Zamfala State, which was another, uh, uh, the big project. So, sure, sure. but also you can see the statistics of environment. We used to have ha, uh, hundreds and hundreds of homes which are, who are contaminated. So, I find uh, uh, they already launched uh, the program called the Safe Remediation, whereby also the, the ho- father of the house were responsible to clean the house. Of course, imagine earlier they did with the government and the people contaminated again. So they, yes. they launched this program, but people used to protest. They don't, do the, they don't agree to do the, the self-remediation. Mm-hmm. But with this building trust, it was very easy for them to agree and uh, commit even to do the remediation. For someone who understands how to do remediation of lead is not easy task. It's y- just removing no the top layer of the lead, of the, uh, 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 the, the, the soil, at home. You mm-hmm. Imagine you have a land of maybe 2,000 square meter. You need to, mm-hmm. it is all contaminated and you need to remove maybe uh, five centimetres of it. It's not an easy task. So, yes. they used to have a lot of protest of uh, the uh, fathers who refused to remove, but with this building trustee involving them and all about what we have done, they started agreeing doing the self remediation. But also, sure. I reduce, we managed to reduce uh, uh, the number of homes which were contaminated and the one which were contaminated also, the minor agreed to do the self remediation. So I'm living is not less maybe la- than 20 to 30 compound who were contaminated in this community. Wow. So, wow. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you very much. So it was uh, huge. But uh, the community, we are trusted in such that they feel like they are part of the program. As I said, mm-hmm. we used to have uh, uh, children who were, uh, were removed in the program with, the ad- with, the, with their mothers or their fathers because they are tired with the program. So we mm-hmm. used to have hundreds and hundreds of children default every month. But when I'm leaving Nigeria on that program, it was very few. And uh, if there is a chance maybe a child has uh, removed, has left in the program, maybe he has traveled to another state. But within the state, no. Because even the one outside of the state, they used to come and collect sample because of the relationship we built. So mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I started with the minor when they are very bitter. But the relationship was good, and they are even enjoying to come for the program and help the program, taking responsibility, uh, doing maintenance. They even contributed. Some of them pump for the Boah hall where we used to build. The, we used to build like a kind of a store to store the material. Uh, they were participating. They can build the whole build. And then we we'll just provide the technical aspect and maybe uh, provide some material. But you can see uh, the store were being made by the local material. So most of the material they mm-hmm. are the one providing as part of the program. So <laughs> they were feeling this is the part of the program. <laughs> Even though, before I go, there was a very big history of, uh, of uh, uh, the NGO or another NGO come and do a certain uh, project. And after the NGO has left, no one will follow. But on this sure. safer mining, I did it different because I involved them on the program from the scratch, bu- yeah. bringing the material, sharing of the material, and yeah. uh, contributing. In Dr. Without Border, there was no uh, aspect of someone can contribute something. Is the the owner of the program with Dr. Without Border. But me, I changed this uh, ethics to become a community-based program. So in safer mining, I did, of course, uh, you can find there was uh, uh, someone from Telegraphic, by that time was Dr. Simba, and now of course is the country representative of Nigeria. He also did a great job on this, uh, bringing the community-based ownership. So we are working together and making sure uh, that everything was on success,
0: Menti. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. It's such an it's such an amazing story. It's just phenomenal. Yes. Um, and, and I know we're we're running we're running long on our time today. I just wanted to ask um, maybe a couple of more questions. I'm wondering, you know, you spent so much time, so many years building trust in the community. Um, and with the with the tribal leaders in the area, the kings that you talked of, um, did the community express their appreciation appreciation to you in some way?
1: Ah, uh, it's yes, and uh, this was not even expected. Before I left around June, uh, around Jul- June, July, uh, it was uh, uh, June thirty. Uh, so uh, the community called me and. Uh, we are feeling very sad that uh, we are planning to close the project and uh, i was among the people who will be living and working remotely like now so uh, they suggested for me to be given appreciation and this appreciation it was so emotional because uh, uh, they selected for me to be given uh, a chief title chief chieftains and uh, wow. in north nigeria not very common for a person from outside of North Nigeria, even from the different state or different tribal, to be given a title with the tribal, another tribal. So they suggested for me to be given the first title. And uh, this was among the village, as the village I left when I was walking there already remained three. So one proposed a title of uh, a king of health. of that uh, village and uh, after a few hours another one also come from the different uh, 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 different village also proposed that i should be given a warrior a title of uh, a a winner of the town and uh, another uh, uh, one another village also proposed to be given another uh, title of a uh, a king of health again. So, uh, this was uh, very wonderful for me. So, I agree. <laughs> I accept the title. Then they took the king. The king uh, was happy. He was even surprised that he see, like, this never happened. He only gave <laughs> the title, but the community has already given me title. So, they are going to ask for the king for me to be given those titles uh, officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he was surprised wow. and said that. Uh, I did a great <laughs> job, may, and mm-hmm. I built this community. And uh, uh, he also has no problem. He accepts to give me those titles because uh, it's not uh, easy for someone mm-hmm. from outside. And in the history of Doctor Without Borders in Nigeria, since 1970, 1970, probably I'm, wow. I'm going to be the I'm the first person to be given three titles in one time.
0: Wow. So there is uh, one
1: person uh, called Dr. Simba who was given because of remediation uh, one time. And uh, another, my colleague also, uh, Dr. Benjamin, who was also given in Niger. Of course, also I was proposed to be given in Niger because of the security. I never been there after they have proposed. Mm -hmm. So I missed that one. But Mm -hmm. in Zamfala, I left with three title. And uh, this was a big honor. You cannot get a title if you are outside of this community and, ex- and also you are expert. It's two different things, but this community decided to appreciate and give me title. <laughs> and this <laughs> title is a huge thing because uh, wow. all the people, they believe you are the king and they will be bending to you and uh, they will advertise <laughs> to everyone in the, all the community. You need to have a horse and all about. It's a very big ceremony.
0: Oh wow! Very big I don't ceremony. think I've. I have i am absolutely certain I have never met an industrial hygienist before who is also a king of health and a warrior. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is fantastic. Yes. So um, I
1: really appreciate yeah. for this community, yeah. from wow. fighting to crying because the day I was leaving, uh, uh, many people crying. It was. I feel very sad there. I feel like maybe I'm not going to come back in Nigeria again because how they are crying, but uh, I, I have, I, I have already a uh, 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 the relationship, even me, I feel very emotional because uh, seeing people that, somebody with 60 years, seeing someone with uh, 50, crying is not an easy task. Seeing yes. people, teenagers, they are crying. It's like, you are going to close everything. No, I was like, no. My career will continue, of course, one of my career men there who is g- on ground, and me, I'm supporting him from far. Sure. But uh, wow. I really feel that what I went to do, it was a small task, uh, seen being a part of this community, uh, 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 being used to this community. Uh, <laughs> people crying because of you, giving you title, which never been their tradition to give title from someone who outside uh, Yes. I was very yes, honored. Because, yes, I yes. Because
0: you saved their lives and the lives of their children and preserved their health. Um, Mandy, it's just phenomenal. Um, last question um for you. I know that you're 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 working on your PhD right now, you're in a doctoral program. Um you, you know, good good luck good luck with that in the next the next phase of your career. Um are there is there anything you'd like to share with our with our listeners um any any words of any words of wisdom um any anyone that you need to thank um before we end today
1: uh yes uh, uh before i round up uh the i said yes i stayed in this community for almost six years so I have having a very big lesson but I feel like uh, uh, on the mid of this community, when I was working around 2019, I decided to start my PhD based on lead uh, poison and uh, silica exposure uh, prevention. So it's like assessing of the technology. Of course, the problem of this area of lead problem was the technology. So assessing of the technology and... Uh, 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 coming up with the new proposal in the engineering designing of this technology to uh, make sure that uh, uh, to prevent lead poison but also prevent silica exposure. Because uh, mm-hmm. earlier, when I was doing the prevention of lead, I was also doing the prevention of silica and other. Uh, uh, Hazard like uh, sun, ID, ergonomic, noisy. So I was training the miner. So I feel like it was mm. a big lesson, and I cannot come out uh, uh, in this big uh, opportunity and a big saving of life. Uh, of course, it was challenge of life and all. So I feel like I will be remembering. So I decided to to initiate uh, and uh, ask for the uh, and uh, apply for the PhD. And of course, my PhD uh, is based on this uh, uh, lead poison, but also in (laughs) Nigeria and Tanzania. I'm also doing a combination of the same assessing in Cameroon. And uh, this is Mm -hmm. to come out with something tangible as a lesson learned to avoid something like this to happen, if not Mm -hmm. in Africa, all over the world, because as I said, Industrial hygiene in Africa is not much common. Like also in Tanzania is not much common. No no many people who have been started. So, and uh, like in Tanzania, we have a lot of mining. So who knows? One day can happen like this. So we want to make sure that I should prevent on this. So I feel like this can be part uh, of of, uh, uh, dedication as I've decided to... Uh, uh, to do prevention I should have something tangible to live in the community and also the other (laughs) part of the world So, uh, but also another because of this you can really imagine during the COVID I stayed there for nine good months without sneaking out in this community in this area I am not allowed to go outside of the gate I have to go outside the gate when I am inside the car I cannot walk for all these six years, almost six years, five to six years. So uh, this was a big lesson. So I feel like uh, 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 that it's honor uh, uh, to have something that I can live and people will lead in like that. So uh, uh, with this old challenge, uh, as you ask me the word of uh, appreciation or anything I want to say, I would take this Mm -hmm. chance to appreciate uh, uh, community first of this area who give me access because they rejected for many people and they are are safe to do this job. I mean many people went there and they never succeed. Some people they even stay for one week because of the security, (laughs) the challenge of Mm -hmm. the project but me I stayed for five years so it was not an easy so I really appreciate for them. Uh, headed by late Baba Galadima, who was a good friend of me, but he died, but also the king of Zamfala, uh, Zamphala Anka, the enemy of Anka. But also mm-hmm. I take this chance also to say the word of uh, appreciation to uh, Dr. Simba. Dr. Simba was among the early people who went there for lead poison. And... Uh, uh, he introduced me to this community and uh, he was, because he was having already good outstanding and he was having even a title, as I mentioned, they give him a title Ari. So he played also his own part and uh, helped me to do many things. And, uh, and uh, my Corey Benjamin, who was a project coordinator, who we worked together for also five years, who I left him there, he's still closing the project up to now. He has stayed, me five, him, he has stayed for six years, because I find him earlier. (laughs) So (laughs) it's not (laughs) an easy task. So I went to Mm -hmm. join him and make sure that uh, we work together. But uh, Mm. also the state level officers uh, represented by Arehaji Shewu Anka, who has been working with me throughout these five years, translating, Imagine if we could have translating different or teach me different houses. Uh, I could have bring problem mm. even in the community. <laughs> 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 but uh, he he stick on what he's supposed to do, and uh, I finally, uh, I uh, is among the people who I left him a regards of what I was been doing, and he's the one taking care on the ground, and I hope he will be the one is in charge of everything now on the safer mining program, uh, helped mm. by Benjamin. But in the good, uh, uh, without in the a uh, 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 good uh, uh, in another special way, I could have expressed the word of appreciation to my uh, dialect supervisor, Per Godson, who has been a backbone of this program, supporting me from U.S. coming on ground. But encouraged me, imagine passing through all these things. He has been, oh, man, you can make it. You can still go it for this. So he did a good job. He did a good mm-hmm. job. I really appreciate on him. And uh, without forgetting my wife, my family. It's not easy mm-hmm. to leave the family for five years. And uh, okay. she did it. She make it, imagine a husband being outside of the program, saving people in the bush, whereby the security Mm -hmm. is not guaranteed. There is a replacement Mm -hmm. of people who are learning, and uh, these people are learning from kidnapping, they don't have food, but struggling to make them understand on the safer mining, it was not a good task. So, sometime I feel uh, maybe tired, but she agree, we talk, but sometimes I don't even talk to her because of being tired, so, I really appreciate with her on the online, rounding up uh, uh, these professional people who has uh, take me throughout, uh uh this specialist, and uh, uh, the first person who give me chance in the uh, Buryanguru gold mine, Dr. Mtaita, and uh, with Damian, who was the industrial hygiene too and uh, uh, some friend, Dr. Wendt, who we work together, and uh, also, my professional uh, mentorship in the university. Imagine now I'm doing the third degree with them. I did with them on the first degree and second degree. And mm-hmm. uh, now I'm doing the third degree, Dr. Kase- Professor Kasenga and Dr. Mburigwe, but also the entire team of uh, 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 ARIS University. Uh, and recently, uh, they even appreciate me. They even publish that uh, they accept the award and they congratulate me from the university. So this is uh, a huge thing uh, for them. And all friends who contributed, my family also, my brothers, Musa, Matiasi, my father, of course, my sister, Nema, and the other people. So... Uh, mm. I think this is the end. Maybe if you have uh, (laughs) yes, I think it is. (laughs) Yes,
0: I think it is, Matty. Thank you so much for sharing. Gosh, a pioneering story that's so inspiring, but more so impactful, and the lives that you've saved is just phenomenal.
1: Yes, maybe before before I end up, I. Uh, I have, yeah. uh, uh, on the lesson learned, have we initiated, yeah. probably you should have seen that I'm um, director, executive director of one of the NGO. So have we initiated uh, one of the NGO here in Tanzania to make sure that I cover, uh, uh, help the minor also in Tanzania or in the other part of this. So this part of the lesson learned, I don't want to leave this lesson learned like this.
0: Mm, Matthew, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you all for spending your time listening today. And more importantly, thank you for your contribution toward the common good, making sure your workers, including your temporary workers and family members, make it home safe every day. If you haven't subscribed or want to hear past or future episodes, you can subscribe in iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, or any other podcast player you'd like. We'd love it if you could leave a rating and review us on iTunes. It really helps us connect the show with more and more health and safety professionals like Manti and I. Special thanks to Naeem Jeraisi, our podcast producer. And until next time, thanks for listening.